Welcome, my name's Dr. Warwick Bishop. I'm a cardiologist, I'm an author, and a keynote speaker. I'm CEO of the Healthy Heart Network. I'm all about trying to help people live as well as possible for as long as possible. Heart disease is huge in Australia. Every 20 minutes, someone suffers a heart attack. Most of these could probably have been avoided if only we knew what to do. This podcast is all about helping you understand blood pressure, weight, cholesterol, for better health. If you enjoy this podcast, I would be honored for a five-star review. You can share it with your family and friends. It may well save someone you love. Hi, my name's Dr. Warwick Bishop and welcome to my podcast and videocast station. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I'd like to share a little bit with you from the Cardiac Society Australia New Zealand meeting that was the scientific meeting held in Adelaide this year. It was a terrific opportunity to learn and not only new stuff, but recap on old stuff. Beyond that, it's also a great chance to uh, network and catch up with friends and discuss cases and uh, really chew the fat around cardiology for about three or four days. Well, I'm going to share with you a um, few pieces from a session I went to, and these sessions run for about uh, hour and a half or thereabouts, two hours. This session is on, the, the title of this session is syncope. Now, you may have heard of the word syncope. In medicine, we use it to mean blackout. Well, syncope may be familiar to those of you who play instruments or music and understand that the term syncopation is also used for music that has pauses in it. So syncope, meaning a pause, it's the word we use for blackout. I went to a fantastic uh, session on this. The first presenter was a, a uh, Neil Strathmore, Kiwi colleague, who talked about uh, syncope and how we break it down and think of it and the importance of history. So when we think of uh, loss of consciousness, we obviously think of non-traumatic episodes and think of traumatic episodes. Well, in this particular presentation and for today's podcast, traumatic episodes really aren't required to be discussed. Let's talk about the non-traumatic loss of consciousness, the ones that occur out of the blue. So there is syncope, which is probably heart-related, generally some sort of problem with uh, the heart rhythm, perhaps even a valve. Uh, sometimes we see blood pressure drop profoundly as well. We also can think of non-traumatic loss of consciousness as an epileptic seizure and there can also be rare causes such as a bleed in the brain very very occasionally there can be psychogenic causes these are psychiatric if you like uh, non-epileptic type seizures the main sort of issues that um, Neil Strathmore went through were the sort of cardiac based ones 
versus epilepsy, because these are probably the two main ones that we think about. When we think about cardiac syncope, if there's presence of structural heart disease or a family history of sudden cardiac death, we'd certainly be thinking primary heart-related or heart-structural-related issues. Importantly, cardiac syncope may occur during exertion because, for example, there might be a narrowing of, of a valve, but it can also occur when people are at rest, which would point to an arrhythmogenic sort of problem. Generally, a sudden onset, rarely are there any palpitations or indications it's going to happen. Orthostatic hypotension talks about the sort of syncope that people get when they stand up and go from sitting to standing or lying to standing. And often can be the case that this is related to breakdown of the autonomic nervous system, which we might see in things like Parkinsonism. May occur more likely if these individuals have been made to stand for a period of time or have eaten food uh, prior or exercised prior as there can be dilatation of the blood vessels within the legs or the gut, depending on what the person's done. The syncope that many of us, or the blackout that many of us would be uh, at least familiar with to some degree, perhaps we've even seen it on TV, is where someone passes out at the sight of blood. That sort of um, what we would call a vasovagal syncope or a reflex uh, neurocardiogenic syncope. Now, a vasovagal syncope is all about the autonomic nervous system, the slowing down nervous system, the rest and digest nervous system being over-triggered. And emotional uh, episodes can cause that. Unpleasant sights, sounds, smells, uh, prolonged standing, being hot, um, being in a crowded room. Often these people, it's a different sort of syncope, often these people will have some pre-warning. So they might feel hot, want cold air, may want to get up and move outside, may feel nausea as well because of that rest and digest process. So very important we think about cardiac syncope, structural heart problems, familial problems, high, uh, orthostatic hypotension, generally some sort of positional component telling us about it, and vasovagal syncope, also called reflex syncope, uh, this being linked to something that will often explain it away and often have that prodrome uh, symptomatology so it gives us a clue this is in contrast to epilepsy that um, may have some sort of aura uh, may well that may well give people uh, a sign it is interestingly uh, it can be associated also with those jerking movements that we see with uh, or we think of when we think of an epileptic seizure, those jerking movements or myoclonus start at the onset of the loss of consciousness, as opposed to those jerking movements that may occur after the uh, loss of consciousness has been present for some time. That's a different process. That's just lack of oxygen to the brain triggering something that looks like that. Similarly, tongue biting, uh, which is lateral, so the sides of the tongue being affected are more likely to be related to epilepsy as opposed to biting the tip of the tongue, which might be from a cardiac syncopal episode 
and the patient simply falling over face first or chin first and their chin being smashed up to their uh, mand uh, maxilla and the tongue being caught in between. Incontinence and fatigue are certainly possible with epilepsy as well. Neil Strathmore's point was that because of the variances in these types of presentations and each of those variances link back to a different cause or etiology of epilepsy that the history surrounding exactly what happened is extremely important and often it's the case that the patient may not know exactly what's gone on because of a component of amnesia or because it was extremely sudden so sometimes that history needs to be uh, drawn if possible from uh, people who are nearby or family and relatives who either found the patient or were with the patient when the episode occurred. So, um, syncope um, or loss of consciousness, non-traumatic, can be heart-related, epileptic, and then some rare causes like subarachnoid hemorrhage or psychogenic. If we think about the cardiac versus epileptic causes, then we're thinking of that typical vasovagal type syncope. We're thinking about uh, orthostatic hypotension, so standing up, blood or running to the boots and away from the brain. These people falling over because of really lack of perfusion to the brain. Uh, structural cardiac syncope, where there may be a structural abnormality with the heart, for example, a tight aortic valve or a predisposition that could be inherited, such as a long QT syndrome giving rise to funny rhythms or hypertrophic cardiomyopathy giving rise to funny rhythms as well. And this is in contrast to epilepsy, which there may be a, a past history. There may have been a trigger for the particular episode. On occasions, there'll be some sort of aura with it. The jerking will start at the onset of the a loss of consciousness, lateral tongue biting rather than tip of tongue biting is uh, noted and there can be post-seizure uh, confusion, maybe continence and fatigue. Well, I hope I haven't given you syncope talking about syncope. I'm going to wrap it up there. I hope you found this an interesting little walk through the things that cause blackouts. If you have any queries or questions, please drop us a note. Always love to hear. If you've got any ideas for future podcasts, also let us know. For now, however, I'm going to wish you the very best. I hope you live as well as possible for as long as possible. Take care and bye for now. Did you know that coronary artery disease kills one in four people? So most of us are likely to carry some risk or know someone who does. If you're interested in finding out more about how to evaluate that risk, check out www.virtualheartcheck.com.au. It'll give you information about risk and what else can be done to be even more precise.